Hello, happy hump day and welcome to Healthish. I'm your host, Ali Izzo, and I'm also the digital editor at Body and Soul. Some of you may already be familiar with my next guest as he does a lot in the mental health advocacy space, but also because you may have spotted his face on TV or you may recall that his father was once the premier of Victoria. But Nick Brax is certainly not one to rest on his laurels. He's an ambassador for One in Five, an Australian charity that works tirelessly on the prevention of mental health. I Skyped him last week from his home in Melbourne to ask him about his own journey journey to wellness, the daily practices that keep his mental health in check, and the number one lesson he's learnt from the plethora of experts he's spoken to. Brax, welcome to Healthyish. How are you? I'm good. Yeah. So I wanted you to give a bit of background to our listeners about, um, you know, you're an actor, you're a model, you, you know, are fairly well known in entertainment circles, but you're also a massive mental health advocate. I wanted to, to give um, our listeners a background as to how you started off in that space and your personal struggles and how that has kind of led to the work that you do now. Can you Give us some background on your own mental health struggles and when that really kicked off for you. Yeah, sure. So I, I guess as far back as I can remember, when I was a kid, I had issues with overthinking and anxiety, OCD, didn't have the self-awareness about it, and it caused me a whole lot of problems. And I was really obsessively chan- channeling my mindset into wanting to compete as a professional athlete. And looking back, that was to deal with the overthinking. I didn't know how to stop it. And I got results, but it became a literal obsession where, you know, as an 11, 12-year-old, I was training for six, seven hours a day. And as I, when I finished school, that became, you know, the problem became worse and I got injured, couldn't compete anymore, went off the rails for a number of years, discovered alcohol around that time, uh, grew up in, in, uh, in the media. Uh, my dad was a well-known politician and I was getting in really negative uh incidents and that was in the news and eventually when I sort of started working through everything I was on a reality show I got asked to speak about what I'd been through and um, I'd also developed an interest just through my own experience in mental health and I was working with the charity and I started getting asked to talk at schools and companies and um, it's all just you know gone from there I've done you know a lot of other stuff but over the last 10 years that's been a common thread for me I've just kept doing it because I've felt the urge and passion that I haven't been able to stop myself I have to and I you know I've been organically asked to talk about it so much and it's just really it's become my what you know the core of the core purpose in my life the outside of the other work I'm doing it all threads back into how can I use my voice and do whatever I can to make change you know in this area Mm. when it comes to change what is the main thing that you want to change what do you think the you know if there's one thing you wish all Aussies could do that would would tangibly help their mental health what is that there needs to be much more preventative um, services out there uh, if i could change one thing it would be the i think it's crazy that it, we do not have embedded into education um formal you know formal education around mental health and well-being it should be part of primary school it should be part of high school it should be part of university it should be embedded into companies it's getting there's progress being made but on a you know on a deep societal level this should be just part of how we're taught and that's what i would change and obviously that's a huge thing it's part of you know what i'm very interested in and trying to you know have many conversations around but um to me everything's about preventative yes mm. we need um reactive services we need to be able to treat people that are suffering but mm. if you really want to change things long term you need to get to the core and you need to try and teach people 
healthy ways of thinking before the negative mm. habits begin. Yeah, and doing that early too, I guess. I saw something that you posted yeah. on Instagram a little while ago, which I thought was really interesting. And it sounds a bit like clickbait, but it makes a lot of sense when you think about it. And that is that mental health is sort of akin to a diet in the way that if you want to lose weight and that's your goal, then you have to consistently work at that. So every day you would try to move and you would watch what you eat and you would be mindful and all the rest of it. And you said that mental health is the same. You can't just sort of fix it and then just leave it on the shelf and just you know forget about it essentially because the problem will come back. And so what are the things every day that you do, like you would with a diet, to consistently work on your mental health what does that look like for me i exercise daily i guess i came from a competitive sporting background exercise for me is the number one i i, I think it's you know profound there's a lot of science behind it how much mm. movement just helps in general just with everything i exercise i write a gratitude list i write three things i'm grateful for every morning when i wake up i do breathing exercises i meditate every day and then just in general it's also just ha being open i've got people that i'm you know, it's such I'm very lucky. I've got really good relationships. Can talk openly, check in, and have. And I offer that to you know people close to me as well. Um, and then the final one for me, you know, I've been pursuing acting for about six years now, and still actively pursuing it. But uh, as an outlet, you know, it's such a good you know vehicle for me where you know you can just channel your thoughts, and it's a you know it just helps with everything. So for me, that's you know that's what I do. Yeah. Now on your podcast, it's called Move Your Mind. You speak to a lot of mental health experts. Now, to, big disclaimer here, you're not a psychologist or a trained counsellor, but you do speak to experts all the time. And you did publish mm -hmm. something on bodyandsoul.com.au, which was all the lessons that you've learnt from all these people, which, you know, when you, when you speak to people who know their stuff every day, it's you get to kind of learn off them. What is the number one thing, like the, the, the top lesson or, or hack or whatever it is that you have applied to your own life and that you I think is probably the most powerful um, I think it you know it sounds simple and a bit cheesy but it is about being present just being you know being in process rather than about the future and I think in society we're taught so much of the time to you know we've got to achieve and we've got to you know validate ourselves and we need more and you know it's bigger than ever and there's a whole you know we could talk for hours on that but it's really about find drilling down finding what's my purpose what's my meaning how can i enjoy the process of what i'm doing every single day if you can you know find that then you can't go too wrong well thank you for joining us we really appreciate your time we'll have to get you back in and good luck with everything with one in five it's great work that you're doing thanks so much you know i really appreciate it and thanks for having me on Thank you so much for listening to my chat with Nick. I loved his point about consistency as it's often the one thing that we forget to do every day. If you enjoyed this episode or any episodes of Healthish, please take a moment to rate, review and subscribe or you can swing by the Healthish Australia Facebook page. Until tomorrow, please stay healthish. I'm Sarah Lamarquin, Editor-in-Chief of Stella and host of our podcast called Something to Talk About. Every weekend we publish a new episode where you'll hear compelling personalities, strong opinions and thought-provoking conversations. I wanted to be able to do it in my time when I was ready and speak my truth when I was ready. The topic of when do I become a mum, that is in my mind 24-7. Search for Something to Talk About wherever you listen to your podcasts.